It is October the 8th, 2023, and welcome to News with Nancy, and thanks for joining me today. I had to come on and talk about Israel, prayers to the people of Israel. My goodness, this is Sunday, and all these events happened yesterday. You know, we woke up to hearing that Israel has declared war on Hamas, and this is a horrible situation. And I just, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard about it. I'm sure you've heard a lot of different takes on it, but I just kind of want to come in and give you my opinion, my psychic view. I'll give you what I think and uh, some other news today. So this is from the Associated Press. Hamas says it's holding more than 100 people captive from its assault on Israel. Tel Aviv, Israel, from the Associated Press, a senior Hamas official says the militant group is holding more than 100 people captive after its unprecedented assault on Israel. During their rampage through southern Israel, militants dragged back into Gaza dozens of captives, captives among them women, children, and the elderly. Their precise number was not clear until two militant groups made their announcements. Israel's military has said only that a significant number were abducted without further detail. And this was a total surprise. This was completely um, unexpected. So I'm just wondering how this all occurred without anybody knowing, no intelligence, nothing was you know, brought forth to even warn Israel of the situation that Hamas was going to come in. Now, the next headline I read is videos of Hamas brutally brutality towards Israelis eerily reminiscent of the ISIS tactics. And I don't know if you guys remember the ISIS, how they would um, film people that they were beheading. This is kind of what they're talking about. This comes from Jerusalem. So it says, as the bloody attack unfolded on Israel's soil uh, on Saturday, jubilant Hamas terrorists uploaded to social media brutal video clips of their work. Bodies of civilians laying dead in pools of blood at city bus stops, elderly people hauled away on motorbikes, and women and children hustled into jeeps and trucks as fighters battered and spat and screamed, God is great, at their bewildered captives. The terrifying videos, which also include groups of young Israeli and foreign party goers tied up and taken into Gaza, because see, they were celebrating their their holiday, their holy holiday. They were eerily reminiscent of the images shared by the extremist Islamic group ISIS, which tried to establish an Islamic um, caliphate in northern Syria and Iraq several years ago. And these videos are just shocking that they would do this kind of stuff. This is just awful. This is just horrible. And, you know, they're going to do it and then they're going to videotape it. So it's just really sad. Now, a lot of people are really upset about the $6 billion in frozen uh, 
money that uh, Iranian funds that were um, sent over there because they're saying, of course, Iran backed this. Now we're going to go both sides of the coin here. First, we have six billion in frozen Iranian funds remain unspent in wake of Hamas attack. Right. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said Sunday, that's today, the six billion in Iranian funds expected to be unfrozen in the U.S. prisoner swap with Iran have remained unspent, pushing back against suggestion that the Biden administration deal may have contributed to Hamas's recent attack on Israel. Well, yeah, what do you think? Now, the Republicans say, I mean, I'm just giving both sides here, but you don't have to be a rocket scientist on this one. Here's the headline. Republicans blast Biden for releasing the six billion in frozen Iran funds ahead of Hamas attack on Israel. Well, yeah, it was all funded. You know, and where did all these weapons come from? Are these the weapons we left over there? You know, it's just a whole ruse. Republicans in the House and Senate are tearing into the Biden administration for unfreezing that six billion in Iranian assets months before Hamas terrorists launched a deeply and massive attack on Israel early Saturday. Criticism that the Biden administration called false and misleading. Come on. Just weeks ago, Biden's administration handed over $6 billion to Iran. And today, innocent Israelis were murdered by Iran-backed terrorists. Senator Marsha Blackburn, Republican from Tennessee, said in a statement, we must continue to support our strongest ally in the Middle East and their right to defend themselves against these unprovoked, horrific attacks. I just, you know, Come on. This is just sad. And then Biden gets up there and he's got his little message to give and he can barely even answer a question, you know. So who's running the show? So I want to talk a little bit about this conflict. So I pull a little information just, you know, because I want to know about this. And I'm sure you guys want to know about this. So I'm going to read a little bit about this. This is biblical. So conflict in Israel has been a reality whenever uh, Israel has existed as a nation, whether it was the Egyptians or the Amalekites, the Moabites. I mean, this has been going on. The Philistines, the Babylonians, the Persians, the Romans, the nation of Israel has always been persecuted by its neighbors. Why is this? Okay. So according to the Bible, it's because God has a special plan for the nation of Israel and Satan wants to defeat that plan. Satanically influenced hatred of Israel, and especially Israel's God, is the reason Israeli's neighbors have always wanted to see Israel destroyed. So whether it is the king of Assyria, Haman, official of Persia, Hitler, leader of the Nazi Germany, I mean, this goes on. There's been so many attempts to destroy Israel. So the persecutors of Israel will come and go, but the persecution will remain until the second coming of Christ. So as a result, conflict in Israel is not a reliable indicator of the soon arrival of the end times. However, the Bible does say there will be terrible conflict in Israel during these end times. And this is why the time period is known as the tribulation, the great tribulation and the time of Jacob's trouble. And you can read that in Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7. And you can, um, here's what the Bible says about Israel in the end times. There will be a mass return of Jews to the land of Israel. And you can find that in Deuteronomy, Isaiah, Ezekiel. The Antichrist will make a seven year covenant of peace with Israel. This is why I'm bringing this up. 
So, you know, everybody's like, who's the Antichrist? Who's the Antichrist? Well, whoever makes the covenant of peace with Israel will kind of give us an indication. And that's in Isaiah 28, uh, 18 and Daniel 9, 27. The temple will be rebuilt in Jerusalem. The Antichrist will break his covenant with Israel and worldwide persecution of Israel will result and Israel will be invaded. Now, you can find this in Daniel and Zechariah. You can find it in Matthew and in Revelations chapter 12, verse 13. Now, Israel was finally recognized or will will finally recognize Jesus as their Messiah. And that's in Zechariah um, chapter 12, verse 10. And Israel will be regenerated, restored, and regathered. So there's much turmoil in Israel today. Israel is persecuted, surrounded by enemies. They're, they're are surrounded, their enemies are like Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Iran. I mean, this is crazy, but this hatred and persecution of Israel is only a hint of what will happen in end times. And you can check that out in Matthew uh, chapter 24, verse 15 through 21. Now, this latest round of persecution began when Israel was reconstituted as a nation, as you all know, in 1948. Many Bible prophecy scholars believe the six-day Arab-Israeli war in 1967 was the beginning of the end. See, nobody really knows. Could what is taking place in Israel today, today indicate that the end is near? So you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars, but to see it that you are not alarmed, such things must happen, but the end is still to come. And you'll find that in Matthew 24, 4 through 6. And I'll read a little bit more about um, what's happening over there. But that's some of the biblical, just to give you a little bit of refresher. And you guys can look that up. Now, here's a crazy thing. So I pulled this headline and I was just shocked, but I guess I shouldn't be because God's in charge, right? So here's the headline, Afghan earthquakes. This happened last night, this morning. It happened today, actually. It happened in Kabul, Kabul, sorry, Kabul. Afghan earthquakes killed 2,445, Taliban says, as deaths mount. So, hmm. That's pretty interesting, right? Because God is in charge. So more than 2,400 people were killed in earthquakes in Afghanistan. The Taliban administration said on Sunday in the deadliest tremor to rock the quake-prone mountainous country in years. Well, hello, you just attacked Israel. <laughs> All these guys are connected, right? So the Saturday quakes in the west of the country hit 35, well, it's 20 miles northwest of the city of Herat, which... Uh, it was a 6.3 magnitude um, earthquake, and they were among the world's deadliest quakes this year after tremors in Turkey and Syria. So this goes on, but um, there's 2,445 dead. There are more than 2,000 uh, injured, and there are... Well, actually, they're saying there's 9,000 people injured. This is just crazy. So 10 rescue teams were in the area which borders Iran. Um, so, hmm... Isn't that interesting? I'll let you guys form your own opinion on that one. Let me see what my angel says about this. Why not, right? Let me see what she says. The attacks were very well planned. And they've been planned for a long time. This was an elaborate plan. And of course, to destroy Israel. 
but yeah, God has, uh, God's in charge and he had his finger on the land, on the earthquake. And he's watching, but he is going to control. Stay tuned. Okay. I don't have really great news today. Here's the next headline. This just blew my mind. I mean, call me naive. I don't know. Sixth grade teacher, college professor among 160 arrested in Ohio for human trafficking. Yeah. In addition to the arrest, Operation Buyer's Remorse identified more than 100 human trafficking survivors who are now being connected to services. An elementary school teacher, a college professor, and a pair of U.S. Air Force members are among the 160 people charged in a statewide human trafficking crackdown in Ohio. I was born in Ohio. This is, grew up in Ohio on a farm. I mean, this is just unbelievable. In addition to the arrest, Operation Buyer's Remorse identified more than 100 human trafficking survivors. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced in a news release. The arrest began on September 25th and lasted through Saturday. They took place in every corner of the state, including in and around Columbus, Cleveland, Toledo, Akron, Youngstown, Marietta, and Portsmouth. Wow. It was a concerted effort to stem the demand that fuels human trafficking. You said, pointing to the involvement of nearly 100 law enforcement agencies and human services service organizations across the Buckeye State. The Attorney General, Ohio's Organized Crime Investigation Commission, led the operation, and God bless them. You know, this is a real thing, and I'm bringing this up today because there are so many children and people being trafficked, and I want you to watch out for your grandkids and for your kids and for your wife and for your husband. Just everybody watch out for each other because this stuff is real. This stuff is truly going on, and I know you may not believe it, but it's shocking. Isn't it shocking? It's shocking to me. Here we go. Another one. I could go on. There was a big one in Florida, too, but I pulled this one out of Colorado. And this headline reads, more than two dozen sex trafficking victims recovered in Colorado. Five people arrested and eight other people identified as possible human traffickers, the FBI said. Wednesday, Colorado, USA, five people were arrested and more than two dozen sex trafficking victims were recovered during a crackdown by law enforcement across Colorado last month. So this happened in September The FBI in Denver said that there was a total of 27 victims, eight of them juveniles, were um, recovered in the state as part of a nationwide campaign called Operation Cross Country. In addition, the FBI said that 14 other children were located through the operation. The problem is here, it surpasses all demographics. It's all across the board. And so it's something parents should have on their radar. And this is exactly why I'm bringing this up. There's more than 40 agencies and organizations across Colorado participated in that two-day operation that resulted in the arrests. Um, Eight other trafficking suspects, five were arrested, no names were provided. There is a misconception, I think, in the community that these are victims that these are victims that were abducted off the street. According to the FBI, one of the victims, a 16-year-old girl, was being trafficked by her father in exchange for drugs. God bless. 
Another 16-year-old girl who had been reported missing by her foster family in April was located at a Centennial Hotel with a known trafficker. The Arapo County Sheriff's Office says this incident is still being investigated. I just want you to know that this stuff is going on. The Denver Task Force is one of 89 across the country. It operates all year long, not just during national targeted efforts. During a similar effort last year, the FBI Denver Division located 11 child victims, 27 missing and endangered children, and 11 adult victims. So this isn't just happening to children. This is happening to adults, too. Okay, so I'm just telling you, you know, he says traffic and prey on these vulnerabilities, people who are um, because they give them drugs or food or shelter. But this is going on across the United States. No wonder um, the world is coming to a close here and we're going to change how things go because this has got to come to a stop. I'm sorry. It's just really, really bad. You know, here's my good news. I got a couple good news for today. And what I'm going to read you, I'm going to go, but I want you to listen to this because it really is comforting. I took this from the Bible from King James Version. It's Psalm 91. And if you haven't heard, heard it in a while, I'm going to read it to you because through all of this, as long as we keep our vibration high, recognize what's going on. Don't play into the negativity and the fear. Stay upbeat, stay positive, but be smart and be careful. But God is watching out for those who are holy and those who, you know, do their best and those people who believe. I think that's the biggest thing. People who have faith and believe. But here we go. So this is Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust his truth, shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkest, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt, thee, shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. So we're protected by God. I'm protected by God. I know that. When you believe and you connect with God, you're protected. I'm just telling you this. There is no reason to be afraid. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Remember, the angels are watching over us, right? They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dost thy foot against a stone. 
Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and shew him my salvation. So I just want you to know that God's protecting us. Certain things have to happen, but in order for prophecy to be fulfilled, you know, you're probably going, oh, yeah, Nance, why didn't he protect the people in Israel? Because the people of Israel didn't believe. They didn't believe in Jesus. Remember, they crucified him. Okay, so, you know, but I want you guys to know that, you know, we are protected and you are protected because God loves us all and he wants the best for us all. So, you know, he's not going to protect the wicked. But he will protect the believers, the faithful, those who believe in Jesus and those who believe in higher power. You can say source, you can say God, you can say creator, but those who believe will be protected. Okay. Now, this week on the show, this is big news, you guys. I did an email blast. If you're on my email list, great. If you're not, go to my website, nancygirl.com and get on my email list because I send out an email um once or twice a month of the shows that I do, as well as who's coming up. Well, let me tell you something. We got something spectacular coming up this week on High Road to Humanity. Maurice Cattarell is coming back. And in the show, Maurice explains how Leonardo da Vinci left behind a secret six-part stage play encoded into his paintings of Salvatore Mundi, Madonna of the Yam Winder, and the Mona Lisa. The play titled The Secret Messiah explains in pictures that Leonardo was the reincarnation of Jesus who visited earth many times, and it explains how we get to heaven. So Maurice is going to join me from Ireland, and that's going to be on the 11th of October. And this is to give us a better understanding of um, The Secret Messiah. Now, these clues were left in Leonardo da Vinci's paintings, and he has decoded them, and he has pictures and graphics, and he's going to show us exactly what Leonardo da Vinci was, or his message to us. And I'm not going to give it away. I'm just going to let you guys watch. But this is going to be a spectacular show. Now, Maurice says this is his last interview. So we'll see. I hope so. I hope not. I mean, I hope not. Because Maurice Cattarell is a very um, well-known scientist. He has many books out. And he's been on the show before. And I'll put some of the links from the other interviews that I've done with him. But he is one of the most fascinating people that I've ever met. And he is... I believe been chosen by God to decipher these paintings and uh, it's going to be a phenomenal show. So I just want to prepare you for that. That's going to be so cool. And that's this week. I also have another lovely lady, Sue Schneider's coming on show, meeting the moment with kindness and she'll be on the high road this week. Also, I want to mention 
If you've never read my book or picked it up, please pick it up. It's called Wake Up. The Universe is Speaking to You. Now, I'm going to do a relaunch on Amazon, but you can pick it up at Barnes & Noble right now, or you can go to my website and buy it. But this kind of gives you a basic idea of energy, how the universe works, the power of the spoken word, the power of prayer. I talk about angels. I talk about essential oils. I just talk about energy. And um, do you guys... You know, the energy of love, um, rocks, numbers. I talk about the stars, the planets, and the moon. So if you get a chance, pick this up. I'm also working on a new book because Archangel Gabriel does send me messages. And so the new book will have his messages in there as well as what I've learned in my lifetime. And I'm going to teach spiritual law in this book and how the universe works and how everything operates to kind of help people. So that's what's going to be coming up uh, for me. I'm writing it right now. I'm going to do pre-orders pretty soon. So you'll be able to check that out. So I'm going to let you guys go for today. I just want to thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting High Road to Humanity, uh, Nancy's Psychic View. I do the best I can to get some good information out to, you know, just give you my opinion, what I think. Let me see if my angel has any messages for you guys. She's saying stay connected, stay connected with the divine, which means taking a few minutes in the morning, in the evening, whenever you've got a few minutes and just quiet your mind and connect. There's a vibration, a high vibration of love and compassion. And all we have to do is take a moment and just tap in and um, it'll change your life. It'll bring you more joy. You'll you'll start to see things more clearly and it will help you health wise and it'll just you'll become a bright light. So I just want you guys to know how important it is to take a few minutes and connect with God and establish a relationship with that divine source energy. Okay. Because it is the love energy. And the only thing that's going to heal all of this situation is love. So This is Nancy Hero. I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your weekend and God bless.